<laughs> Motherfucking goddamn orange peel beef. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, I am already there, guys. I'm in the zone. Yeah, I'm, I don't know where you guys are, but I'm in the thing zone already. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! F- uh, photosensitivity like uh, trigger warning for anybody who's Sorry. susceptible to epilepsy. I'm okay, I'm done with that one. Okay. Sorry, it's all <laughs> all right, <laughs> it is one fucking hour time, of course, and. Uh, Guys, this is the show where we talk about one fucking movie for one fucking hour. And what a one fucking movie it is that we're going to be talking about tonight. It's debatable if it's, This movie is only about an hour long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And debatable if it's a movie. No, it is. Um, but anyway, uh, I am I am Evan Husney. Uh, welcome to the show. Of course, we got Tom Fitzgerald in the house. What's going on, Tom? <laughs> I like that. Okay, that's, that's good. That's what's going on. That's good. Okay. That's awesome. That's a thingy. That's a little Ooh, thingy. It's, it's a little thingite. <laughs> um, and we got a major thingite to my right. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the show. So awesome to have you back, Joey. It's Joey Izzo. What's going on, man? Hello. Hey, Evan. Hey, Tom. Great to be here with this fabulous movie. Oh, good to man. be back. Mahalo for this of all. <laughs> in some ways, in some ways, this episode is like 15 years in the making, 15 plus years in the making. So this yeah, is really exciting. This 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 movie kind of unites the three of us in some weird way. I think we're all kind of connected through this movie in some way. So it's very special. Well, very it's special. in a way, it's it's funny that we did Sledgehammer first last year. Yeah, and not this, and not mm-hmm. things, but but mm-hmm. they're both of 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 a, of a kind like. Well, we'll talk about it, but like Evan Hood, hoodwinked me into the the two DVD releases he did of those two films. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just like wandering into frame, like, oh, what is this? And yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll definitely oh, talk about right. that. There's some history here, folks. <clears throat> Absolutely, right. but we, but we have to we have to address the obvious here. Our our usual listeners are probably wondering, what? Where's Marcus? Uh, Marcus? Yeah. Uh, well, he's fired. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> he was oh, like, oh, he was, <laughs> he was embezzling. Uh, yeah, <laughs> our uh, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we came to a separation agreement just moments ago. Um, no, uh, no, Marcus, uh, scheduling conflict. Uh, unfortunately, I had to get this. Ep- it's actually my fault. I had to get this episode in tonight, and tonight was like the one night he couldn't do. He right, sends his right, regards. Right. There's actually going to be a little Marcus cameo a little later on uh, in the episode. So stick around. We're going to have him here anyway, Fantastic. one way, or, one way or the other. Um, all right. So, yes, if you've been watching the last few weeks this month, it's been one fucking Tober. We've been covering horror movies all month. And this is kind of the main event. This is the headliner. And as far as I'm yeah, concerned, baby. so right. um, everybody main get stage. ready. Get ready. This is the main <laughs> stage. Ozfest main stage. Here we go. Uh, we are episode 45 talking about. Ooh. I'm so happy this is a sentence. One fucking hour on things. Things, 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 things. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, let's do it. I'm gonna start that clock. Are you guys ready for this shit or what? Do we? Oh hell yeah! Yeah. yeah? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Mm, can't wait. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm just... going to thing school. Like Evan, you said last week you went to Ganja and Hess school. 
Mm. I don't know anything about this film, so take me to things school. All right. Let's okay. go. We will. But you know more than you think. Let me yes. put it that way. Yeah, yeah that's very true. <laughs> All right. I actually, okay. I know everything just by watching. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I already learned it. Yeah, the yeah. Zen of Maybe things. you already had the dream. Maybe you already had the baby. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we're about to find <laughs> out. Right. All right. Yeah. Uh, guys, I'm starting this clock. And then okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off. Okay. Boom. All right. I thought it'd be fun. A little bit of a challenge. Um, <laughs> there's probably going to be some people tonight who've never seen or heard of things that are going to be watching this slash listening to this. But I thought it would be a fun exercise to kick off this very special episode to throw it to you, Joey. Now, you are kind Thank of a patient, patient zero here of things in many ways. But right. I want you to... I want you to freestyle for the good people listening right now as sort of a mini challenge. Okay. What is the synopsis of things? Yeah, okay. uh, listening. <laughs> All right. So give it a shot. All right. So things is a 1989 Canadian horror movie that is about Don and Fred and they are buddies and they mm -hmm. are they go to a cabin to see their third buddy Doug and Doug is going through a tough time Doug's wife is um trying to have a baby and she is wow. linked up with a madman um doctor by the name of Dr Lucas right. who Lucas. um inseminates well yeah inseminates her with a kind of demon seed creature um he you know he's he's conducting all these like strange experiments out of there fred get out you're surely gonna die get out ah! then we go back to doug and um don don and fred excuse me that and they get to the <laughs> cabin and they start doing great out with doug thank you very much yeah. they start hanging out with doug in the cabin having fun drinking some beers what the fuck? Didn't you dorks bring any food? Making some sandwiches. Best part they of the go movie. into they go into the refri you know, weird stuff's happening. Okay. They're hanging out, but also, you know, they go into the fridge and they find a tape recorder um with some mm. demonic spells on it and they find a book and they they start doing a, a seance, you know, and then and then they start hearing some sounds from another room and they open that room and it's and it's Doug's wife who's giving birth and giving uh, birth to a spawn of things, creatures that look like little spider demons crawling around. And so then basically the rest of the movie is focused on these three buds. Um, you know, some fall off. Well, we could talk about that. But basically these three buds are are trying to defeat these things and are trying to kill them and save each other in the process joey you uh you i think are like i said patient zero with this movie i don't know anybody who knew yeah. about things back when you knew about things okay so That's you're the right. first you are you are things wow. yeah he's he's king shit with things so <laughs> um tell us the story about how you stumbled across this movie um and how it became a part of your life yeah, so I was a huge horror fan and would rent movies all the time. And there was a couple of different places to go to, but if you really want a good horror movie, uh, you had to go to this place 
um, that was like a couple towns up from where I live, like 20 minutes away, but it was called, it was a Hollywood video franchise that just so happened to have like either absorbed another rental store or just had a killer, yeah. like, you know, horror section. Hollywood you know? videos and were like, really good for that. They were, they had, yeah. they were loaded for bear. Yeah. They were great. And I mean, so like one summer, my brother and I just decided to go A to Z in the horror section and <laughs> and and rent them and and watch all of them. And so we got to T and found oh, this little oh! guy. Oh, there it is! Oh man, <laughs> yeah. and dude, oh, check. Right. So that you know. is beautiful. You the Hollywood go. Hollywood video insignia. Yeah, it's that's in there. awesome. Oh, that's on the, that's, that's cool. Fine there. That, that's oh. killer. That's <laughs> yeah. legit. So, so that's anyways, it. So you know this happened. <clears throat> but so how I, do you have I, it though? I mean, did you? Did is it still? Yeah. Is, so you still have it out. Well, so I kept renting it and showing friends, and like I, it immediately started. I just had never seen anything like it, and was like kind of obsessed with it. And so then I eventually, I tried to get them to sell it to me, but they wouldn't and because it was the only only copy. And so I just ended up saying that I lost it. And, you know, nice. I paid a little fee and it was mine. Sure. But then, you know, year and years later, uh, Evan and I were working at Amoeba and uh, Evan had incredibly similar interests as, as mine, like all across the board. It's so weird. it was inevitable that that things would have come up and uh, I kind of would throw it to you, Evan, to kind of take it no. from here, but you I, are I, I zero. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I, I introduced it to, to where, Evan. Where was this? If I don't mind, if you don't mind. San what, Francisco. What oh, San Mateo, like peninsula of the Bay area. Okay. 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 You know, yeah, so, so kind of like, near the airport. I, don't I know. thought maybe he was bordering Canada or something. Where you got <laughs> no, it. no. Yeah. You know, so, cause like, you know, how yeah. far did this VHS go? I guess it went all the way to California. It sure yeah, did. Yeah, they had some distro in in the U.S. and Canada, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I wanted and, to I wanted to ask just real quick because you're talking San Mateo. What year are we talking here? What year is this? This would be when I found it. It was probably two thousand year like two thousand year two thousand. Okay, wow, nice. killer. Um, yeah, uh, maybe nineteen ninety nine, but around then, and then, um. Yeah, and then I I think I kept renting it probably for a couple of years before I ended up just like all right, enough already. You amazing, know? amazing, <laughs> amazing. And then you so, yeah. lost it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. But yeah. I guess you know I was never I commercially available, and so all like original copies that have circulated, I only found one on eBay, and it was a Hollywood Video Rental, actually. Oh um, shit! Okay, oh, it was yeah. an exclusive. Wow. Probably to the chain, they had some deal, and it never yeah. was like you know fifty nine ninety five or whatever. Uh, yeah, in this story of stealing, huh. I mean, maybe we'll talk about this more. But you know, in 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 the article, uh, in a one of the first articles to talk about things, they discuss how a friend of theirs that introduced them to it had stolen it from a video rental store. Oh, yeah. yeah, so there you go. So you know, there's some weird. It seems like a hive mind of people were doing well, this. You right. know? Well, we should. Well, I guess it's the only way to get it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredibly rare tape, and I, I have one somewhere too. One of the ones, same copy you have. Um, nice. But so this is what happened. So, so we got to know each other. Uh, you know, Joey and I got to know each other working at Amoeba, working in the video room, holding that shit down, slinging DVDs. You know, in That's the mid two thousands, and um, <laughs> and around that time, you know, he was hipping me to things, but it was kind of I, my palate hadn't really developed yet. 
enough for something like things. I was more stuck into like, you know, 70s cinema, world cinema, being a little pretentious asshole that I was back then. And then um, later on, when I started actually to cross paths with you, Tom, um, at the theater and got into Sledgehammer and got into shot on video horror movies and all these, this weird, wild world of... Polonia Brothers. Polonia Brothers. mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. All that stuff, you know. Um, and then I really started to develop like a palette for that because these are kind of like accidental art movies in a way. It's kind of, you know, oh, yeah. you know, like like what they are. That's the effect they have when you're watching them because it's unlike anything when you're watching these kind of zero budget, you know, films like like Things or Sledgehammer, like we've covered previously on the show. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> that inspired me to take it one step farther. So, um, well, first let me say how I first was introduced to things. Okay. So Joey had told me the backstory of this crazy weird movie and I was probably at the time like, eh, I don't know, whatever. And then I saw a <laughs> clip of it on YouTube, which I do want to fire up. I oh, want to show cool. you the exact moment that I saw that was like, Holy shit, I need like to see some this. Like two thousand six, two thousand seven YouTube. Exactly. Yeah, like, this is like, this was a way up like, way ago. Yes. This was wow. the only. This was the only clip. You know, like now you yeah. s- you'll see it flutter. Sure. You know, it's just covered with stuff. But like, this was the only. This wow. was the only what freak clip. did that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was the only okay. clip online. So I think it it perfectly sums up. A, like it's the most like digestible little thirty uh, seconds of things. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a sense of the type of movie we're talking about here. You know, just because there's been a lot of build up. But for those who haven't seen it, this is pretty emblematic of the Things experience. So let's just take it. Let's just uh, sit back and enjoy this for one second. Come to pay a social visit. How's Susan feeling? Social visit. Susan, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm Dr. Lucas down from Grizzly Flats. So you're the fucking bastard, eh? Susan's dead. Everybody's dead. All because of you. Oh, me? Yeah, you. There's hundreds of creatures around this goddamn hellhole. All because of you. Do you want to see some blood? <laughs> First off, take a look at this door. Oh, God, what a horrible mess. <laughs> yeah. Kung Fu movie? This is ghastly, yeah, totally. brutal, horrible, insane. Amazing. Bloody guts, <laughs> that's all that's left of her. Or like video game cutscene. Uh, vocals. <laughs> mm, you know? That's blood, totally. all right. So, I will defeat you. So, <laughs> I obviously could have kept that going on and on, but in in that clip, you'll notice obviously it's a very wow. Canadian film. You know, hey, what you yeah. fucking doing, all right? You know, whatever he says. Yeah. Um, you're you're seeing you're seeing uh, ADR. You're seeing a lot of overdubbing, which is like holy shit, otherworldly. Yeah, you're and, seeing and the most destroyed concept of dubbing ever yeah uh everyone is completely separate sounding yeah. uh it's totally unnatural yeah. different room sounds volume problems yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but we gotta get the fuses in where are they there You're noticing uh, uh, like sixty yeah. cycle hums. Uh, yeah, and, and you're also noticing like 
the like garbage tarp windows, which is very like 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 the like they're using blue tarps as like curtains, you know, which is yeah. very like yeah, yeah, dirt, yeah. dirtbag Canada to me in a lot of ways. Um, so so that's very emblematic of just the experience of the movie. Like holy shit! So I yeah. saw that I had to order the DVD directly from the website of the two creators of the. Uh, uh, um, of the film, oh, they had a DVD. They, they did, yeah. They had like a they had a like website. Two thousand eight or something. No, this would have, yeah, yeah nine eight nine. And it was a, yeah yeah somewhere around there. They had a website things nineteen eighty nine com. I think is what it was or dot oh, net probably. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. they had it. They had a DVD. So I ordered it. I saw it. I fell in love with it. And then oh, at the right. same time, I was starting my own DVD label, releasing Sledgehammer. I wanted to create like sort of like a whole label of all of these types of films and Sledgehammer was going to be part of it and things and so on and so forth and so um, I did release it I reached out to these guys <laughs> and Shit. we and we made a deal and and uh, released the film on DVD and VHS of did course. anyone buy it they did oh yeah yeah Dude, it was good stellar time. okay yeah it was, it was good it had a great cover I mean the cover was incredible yeah I liked the cover and, and, um, and it was so much fun it was so much fun getting to know them and producing special features with them. And, yeah. Oh, do you got it? Uh, oh, oh yeah. that's the VHS. The yeah. This yeah. is the VHS. That's the VHS. Yeah. That's we the did. same look as the DVD, right? The cover. And this is the DVD. That's the. Oh wow, you got them both. Perfect. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, I, got them both. I have that too. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so well, that was the Evan, deal. just to go full circle, is uh, I think you were you had mentioned this before recently that um, you had some uh, really insane experiment to uh, <laughs> throw me to the wolves. <laughs> And just, uh, I somehow became the uh, the commentary for this film, which really says a lot about this film. Well, <laughs> yeah. random guy who had never seen it is the commentary for things. So that was a fun night. And uh, you weren't even there. And uh, two individuals uh, started with me and then walked off. And I was the last man standing. It was and, you. Yeah, uh, you and David Chen wrote it out, and it was amazing. Right, and uh, right, right. yeah, David, David Chen, shout out David. He's a great guy. He's a good friend David of ours. Chen, and, up David. Forever, man. and and David, David Chen is an awesome one fucking hour listener too. He listens Should every get week. him on here. We have to. Yeah, you David, should. if you're listening, you're you're up next. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, let me play a sample of this just because I'm feeling it right <laughs> and, now. Oh, also, <laughs> I've never listened to this commentary so ever. It was. I think. I think you guys started watching the film at one in the morning, and yep. and and then recorded a commentary track to it, sight unseen. So it's proto reaction <laughs> yeah. video. But yeah. what was so right. great you about you invented this, the genre of yeah. the reaction video. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> yeah. it was probably more than one a.m. It was like two or something. It's really yeah. psycho. I'm yeah. gonna play two okay. clips throughout the evening, but I, I'm gonna pick one for right now just because we're on the subject. You really freaked yeah. out about the music in this film yeah. which is a okay. standout which we're going to talk about we're going to get into strict, the film here strict Absolutely. nine yeah strict nine we're going to get familiar into the music strangers and familiar strangers we're going to get into that <laughs> right after this clip right. so we're, we're going to get it diving into the movie right after this but this is tom audio oh, cool. commentary track from circa 2010 11 talking about the music in things so here we go this is great great reaction video to this <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great right. music. Like dissonant bells and like fuzz guitar. Uh, seriously, guys, release the soundtrack. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Fuck me! That sounds absurd. So amazing. <laughs> oh, I, this is good. <laughs> 
I can safely say this reminds me of nothing I've ever seen. <laughs> not, not quite. Not quite. Like fuzz bass, dirge, post-punk with like, like a pizza delivery boy freaking out at dawn running around the woods. <laughs> Uh, I remember that actually. Yeah. So oh my God. That, was, that was good. That, <laughs> that was, was a good time. So highly recommend that if you That's get the DVD, fun. check out the commentary yeah. track on there. Tom has a lot of good one-liners on there. So um, anyway, fun, that sounds fun. so Joey, yeah. should we get into the backstory of the actual movie, not our own backstory? Um, let's uh, yes. let's sort of talk about this because things, man, it's a fucking trippy ass experience, and we're gonna start getting into it here in a second, but. You know, we were mentioning this idea of homemade horror, right? And a big thing in the 80s, right, Tom, was a lot of yeah, fans, big fanboys, you know, uh, inspired by what? Evil Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Very mostly evil, dead. evil Dead. Very I evil think this dead. film this film is a lot of uh, Evil Dead uh, hints, you know, that they like. It's probably the movie that they're talking about. Like, what's that movie that's weird and all those people are in that room and it was like weird? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I, right, I always imagine they're referring to yeah, Evil Dead. Evil Dead, yeah. too, because it's, it's a low budget movie. So they thought yeah. they had a yeah, chance. But then it all started feeding on itself. And all these, like, they're called, you know, SOVs, you know, it, it became a videos. real phenomenon. It did, mm-hmm. because I think also with Evil Dead, it was this thing where it wasn't a hit until it hit video. Then everyone was like, oh, shit, there's a lot of money to make on video. And so yeah, I yeah. think Things was kind of a similar origin story of like, you know, fanboy horror guys who wanted to get together, make a movie in their backyard and try to make some money on it. Right. And this movie, yeah. Joey, is not like, mm-hmm. you know, just filming on the weekends. I mean, they they they, they raised some money for this thing. Like yeah, hmm. like it's like thirty five k right or something around there thirty five forty k yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no joke oh, and I was really thinking that, like three thousand dollars <laughs> I know the, the sov the sov connection is actually a kind of inspiration or an impetus for them to make the movie like I Barry Gillis talks about uh, seeing board boarding house, boarding house. Uh, kind of seminal mm-hmm. uh, v, no, sov sorry. but it. Barry, yes. help all of us out, you know. Yeah, so, uh, Barry sorry, is so the, casually is the, dropped that name. He's the lead. He's the terrified pizza delivery boy at dawn, the lead. Yes, yes. correct, sir. Yes. Yeah, he's okay. the lead. And he's, he's also like kind director. of co-writer. And he's the second unit uh, director. I mean, <laughs> uh, that's also a kind of an enigma is like who actually really... I mean, Andrew Jordan has the directing credit and he probably did... I mean, I don't know. I just I get a sense that there was it was more collaborative in spirit. You know, okay. like everybody is sort of steering the ship forward. So, you know, and because Barry is sort of associated as like almost like the creative signature of okay. the movie in a way. He's, he's on the publicity and he's the face right. of it. And he's right. also the star. So I it, okay. that is somewhat of a, like an enigma, like who really. But I don't really think that there was like an one voice i think it's really a kind of collection of buddies but if i can say well if i can say you know um barry gillis is like the producer co-writer like you said kind of person but he's also the face of it because he does he did do television appearances to promote the film so he's the one they put out to do the pr for the film like he was uh he was on arsenio right this is what you're saying oh no i I misheard that yeah. yeah. Well, we are going to we are going to show a clip of that too. Um but um Andrew Jordan is yeah, like you said the guy credited as directing the film yeah. and he's kind of an enigmatic sort of persona yeah. in this whole process. Is he one of those slobs? Well, who well, is that? 
<laughs> well, no. no, I mean, that's no. the way it, you Not. could. It's worth I'm telling like getting this DVD because, I, you know, in the special features, there's a reunion and there's some clips of him and other stuff. But this reunion, Andrew Jordan is there, Andy Jordan and Andy's there. And I mean, he's just like wearing these. Dark like glasses. kind of like dark maroon matrix like yeah. kind of glasses and he's uh, just like has brooding. a different temperament than everyone there he's he's Whoa. like and, he, and what he says about the movie kind of contrasts with everything else like <laughs> andrew jordan clay and this could be monday monday night quarterbacking on his part which is still fine but it's worth kind of bringing up that andrew jordan thinks of things as like a postmodern horror movie and that oh my god you know, He's like, he's, oh, he's, he's, uh, he's getting high in his own supply. Yes, he's, very he's much. Acting, he's like an auteur. Oh, yeah, I love he, that. He claims to like John Waters and like a lot of his interests. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I do um, think that uh, Andrew Jordan balancing out the Barry Gillis of it all. I think Andrew Jordan, mm-hmm. his sincerity, I, I, I will say, uh, makes the movie have a little bit more of an outsider quality rather than just a goof, you know? Like, where yes. like a lot of backyard films are just like, let's go out in the backyard and, you know, let's goof around with the camera. I think he gives the film some weight a little bit by, you know, because 100%. he is, he's more, you know, uh, he just has more sincerity. Um, so I- interesting you mentioned Boarding House. We should just back up to that because that reference is pretty crazy. Yeah. So here's the origin story, okay? Uh, Barry uh, Barry J. Gillis, who you know we just talked about, uh, he gave an interview to, to uh, in uh, in um, Cinema Sewer magazine, which is amazing, a zine, which is awesome. And Barry said, Andrew and I met in political science. Andrew had a Fangoria magazine. What happened was Andy had these horror magazines that he used to bring into the classroom, and like I don't know, I, I every time he brought them in, I'd start to kind of look over, but I never really went over to talk to him. And he used to wear this uh, jacket with a black Sabbath patch on the back in school. So I knew who he was because I liked that band too. But when we ended up in that same class, it was funny because like girls would be going over there looking at these pictures and everybody would be grossed out. And Andrew said he had a VCR and lots of horror movies. We ended up watching Boarding House and decided we could make a movie. <laughs> Boarding House, rated R. Now, Boarding House... Wow. Is a shot on video, <laughs> the the first shot on video horror film to ever be released theatrically. So, it's a, yeah. it's a no, no, crazy. No, no, let's clarify that. It's yeah. even weirder. It got trans. It's it's shot on videotape, and it was released as such. You know, in the home markets, uh, you yeah. know, VHS. But it was actually played theaters. It was transferred to thirty five millimeter. Insane. It, it looks played insane. like Times Square. Yeah. 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 It's what? Okay. It's insane. Maybe one so, of the only right i mean yeah. well, I, can't. I haven't heard of any others yeah, yeah. so, it's, so they ended up, so they end up watching boarding house then barry begged his dad to buy a video camera and we started making a movie called brutal violence we did not know what we were doing so it was a disaster i moved to cape breton island which is in nova scotia and andy and i always said if we came up with the money we would make a movie andy then called me one day and said his parents were going to give him Three to five thousand dollars Canadian that they could make a movie cheaply and on with Super Eight. So things is shot on Super Eight. We're talking about shot on video horror movies tonight, but this is a shot on Super Eight film. It, can I just say I wanted to make a point? Like I like SOV, but it is another notch with Super Eight. There's a few other examples, but like that just is a, that at, makes it another special element to things. So it's not the same old camcorder look, you know. Uh, like it's got like uh, hairs and uh, you know like it, they're dirty and it's and it's film it's still it's warm 
Yeah. But it's wrong ass. You know, it's great. <laughs> totally. Sorry. So the whole movie was shot on Super 8, except for Amber Lynn's part. And Amber Lynn is a is a adult film actress who's in the film. And I think that was in 16 millimeter, those scenes. But they were shot in yeah. one hour oh. and they paid her $2,500 to do it. Um, and that's what convinced... To do what? Well, she's the in the way. film as like a newscaster. Not to this down. Yeah. yeah. Like to well, do what? To do, I'll just give you a To do what? I.E., to give an update on George Romero's fight in the Supreme Court for copyright. <laughs> George Romero, director of such hits as Dawn of the Dead and Creepshow, is once again taking his copyright case to the Supreme Court of the United States. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with what you have seen so far or after. That's an example of Amberlynn's news reporter role. It's weird. Film. It's weird. It adds an extra dimension of disorientation. And, uh, right. and I'm sure she was completely confused and, and I hope somebody interviews her because I, I just wonder what, what she was thinking. Because I'm sure she's never seen the film things or any of the other oh, footage. No. No. And has no, no idea of the context of that she's putting this in. Yeah. No. Okay. This was a this was this was a payday for her. She, you know, she got paid, you know, to do this, and it was part of the scheme to get the distributor to put up the money for this movie. Oh, and 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 so then and they were able to raise money on this movie very smartly with just showing them very limited things things here and there things right. here and there uh the fact that she, that amberlyn's in the film and they got them to like and add slicks they got them to basically pay for this movie showing them very little until that they actually put enough movie into or enough money into the movie that they actually had to then release right. the movie or else it would have been a total <laughs> loss yeah which and, is amazing. and they wound up and they saw and they saw later like oh this is a movie where um the, the footage cuts off mid word you know yeah like, oh, mid sentence God. Like yeah. it's so disoriented and jumbled. We can't emphasize that enough. I mean, we only have an hour here, but just like, yeah. like the film starts on a wrong foot and ends on a wrong foot. Uh, he did bravely give a synopsis, <laughs> but it's it's only just the, barely oh. skeletally applying uh, a narrative to this, which is otherwise just milling about non sequiturs. Ah, fuck! I hate mosquito bites. paintings yes. uh you know like uh taking a tour of the paintings one of them being given by the queen of england i've been told <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, those are andy those are the director's paintings those uh, are the directors andy, andy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a question so so more you get this i think there's this you know like it's a, a kind of like a, a yin yang between barry and and barry gillis and andy jordan that's that like really interesting you know it's one of those elements that's thrown in there that that's now knowing the andy door it's like there's a kind of yeah. darkness a broodingness or like a some some el element no, like, at play that like, grounds um, it with some heart no it's really fascinating to me and i had no idea because i thought it was all blue collar gorehound yahoos exclusively mm -hmm. why wouldn't you but to add like an art school dropout 80s like guy that is a, that really adds like a seismic you know like yeah, disorientation because he probably he probably was like 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 you know like like um what is it like uh riding into the curve of the disorientation of a cheap film and like kind of like getting meta about it and just like not not fighting it so much is just like hey let's go with it i mean this everything sounds haphazard and crazy the editing's <laughs> a nightmare uh like we said the, the vo is just a disaster in terms of technicality, but maybe he was at least thinking that it has a dream quality, and maybe he is thinking, "Oh, it's like multiple maniacs," like you said before. Right. Like, that adds another layer to this dementia. Yeah, there's there's an ambition definitely there. Wow. Um, 
okay. And it, it's uh, it's kind of like the movie's just like not just a beer movie. It's like beer and acid or something. Like there's mm. these other qualities mm. there that are like you know affecting each other, making. Well, making uh, each other better in a no, way. totally because it's like yeah they're drinking beer okay in the kitchen but at one moment some guy opens the freezer and he finds a tape recorder <laughs> in the freezer exactly and that's just like well, surrealism dirtbag surrealism 101 and you know well and and to mention just a little bit on the plot like the plot almost giving a synopsis to this is a total joke because yeah. the movie phone it has a if you parse it out it is basically the plot that i said but nobody is here for the plot of things and no. the filmmakers themselves don't even really care feel because I tried to like map it out and that's like kind of the core story but there's these like major caveats and one being that like are unknowable if they're a part of I, they feel like suggestions you know like maybe you could interpret this but it's like primarily yeah. the news footage contradicts so much stuff that's going on in the plot everything yeah. yeah, and you have yeah. the, the tape recorder seance, nothing necessarily Goes comes of that, but it feels like an ins it feels like a big moment. Well, you know, can I can I um just to get it just to drill down yeah, this a little bit? Please, I was the please, guy please. I said in the, from the outset, I have nothing but questions. I know nothing about this film, and you guys know yes. a little more. So yes. let's maybe get into the nitty-gritty of the film. If we can I do go one direction. thing, one thing before okay. we do that. You just about I'm things? sorry, I hate to be the guy. Please go uh, <clears throat> I, I think one last button on just the Andrew and Barry of it all. Then I want to okay. spend the, the last half hour just pure film and the scenes and everything. I just wanted to play for the good people a clip of Barry Gillis. Because okay. everything you're saying, uh, Joey, about Andrew, we've covered. Now let's show the other side of the coin. Barry yeah. Gillis, yes. he's good the call. thing. You know, he's your he's your uh, more stereotypical you know, sort of Canadian horror fan, <laughs> we'll call him. Mm -hmm. And uh, he made some TV appearances to promote this movie. And again, there's that ambition right there. These guys got on television to promote this freaking movie, which is crazy. Uh, but it, it's very awesome. charming. It's very charming to see mm -hmm. Barry talk about the movie. He's obviously a little nervous, and it's kind of adorable to see it, um, you know, uh, so many years later. But here's Barry Gillis um, talking about things on two different programs. I chopped them up so it's quick, but he here you go. This th this gives you a good sense of uh, who Barry Gillis is as a uh, person. Barry Gillis joins me in the studio now. Barry, for a young man, you're involved in some pretty gory things here. Yeah. Can you tell us about this movie and how you got involved? <laughs> well, it's a very gory and horrific movie. I got involved through a friend in Toronto that I met in acting classes. And uh, he phoned me up one night around 2 a.m. and said, are you still interested? Are we going to be partners? He was in I a go, nightmare, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was sleeping and <laughs> just phoned and it happened like that. Well, Things is a 90-minute independent production. It's a very brutal and bloody movie. The storyline <laughs> deals with a medical experiment and birth of small creatures. It was pr produced for the home video market and also First Choice Super Channel, which would be in the future. But, um... There's a big market out there for horror movies. It's not a million dollar movie like A Nightmare on Elm Street or The Fly, like David Cronenberg's movies, but it will make lots of money. All right. Go get him, and, Barry. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's awesome. I mean, obviously, he's more of like the heavy metal parking lot sort of uh, yeah, totally you know yeah. side of that coin, which I love. And Barry's very endearing, but that's kind of... You know, he is the face of things, man, and that's kind of where he's he coming is. from. So, yeah, um, and he's, yeah, of course, absolutely. the star of the film. So, um, it's so cool to see that. It's can amazing. we, in terms, I'm going to kick this ball off to you, both of you. Maybe, Joey, let's start okay. here with this because I think we, where yeah. you guys were going 
was just the general surreal tone of this movie because it really mm-hmm. has a like you were saying with taking things out of the fridge i mean he, not only does he take the tape recorder out of the fridge but he puts his coat <laughs> takes his coat off and puts it in the fridge, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah he does um, yeah. Yeah. yeah there are sequences where one guy sees a spider <laughs> crawling on a table and puts it in his friend's sandwich and he's eating a spider sandwich like yeah. this movie gets pretty fucking far out so um and i don't know fu- j- j- just to fuck with you like it- the spider, it's like it's enough to make you think it has some connection to these spider-like creatures. Right. You, you know, like there's enough there. The way that it's done in such a way that you have no idea if it's a throwaway or if it's leading to an something yeah. that's like really significant. But and it, and the movie, up- the the movie also has. I mean, all of this is to kind of really say it. It it really feels sort of nightmarish because mm. it's offering you things that are familiar, but it's not playing by any conceivable rule of, of just basic grammar of film or even human emotion. But I, I don't even say that as a diss. It, it turns sure. to me, it makes that movie churn in a way that's like cooler. hard to just, it's way cooler. It's atmospheric. Yeah. I mean, like, but the movie has this level where it's like almost like taking the rug out from under itself. Like, you know, like, and it's, yeah. and there's these contradictory moments that I think are at the end of the day, there's no way to reconcile them, but it's just like kind of part of the flavor and fun of it. And it's like, well, maybe this happened and maybe it's all a dream, you know, but it's like you, you, and maybe it is, but it's like, uh, you know, you just can't really know with things. Yeah. Well, how about this? No, to speak to what you're saying, uh, one thing that always hit me the first time I saw it, the commentary and just now rewatching it, uh, it starts off, like I said, on the wrong foot, running (laughs) right at you, (laughs) you know? And, and, and it's like, uh, If you just break down the components of what's happening in the beginning, uh, first of all, the credits happen twice. Yeah. It says two title drops. It's an explosion. It opens with an explosion. Frame one. Nuclear explosion, eh? Yeah, Yeah, totally. But But then, so just getting into the nitty gritty of the components, you know, because, you know, with a film, pretty standard, it's like, where are we? Right? Typical. Who, who is this? Who is that? What are they doing? Right? Okay. So you're um, immediately the film drops you into a basement and uh, there's some weird guy you don't want to hang out with anywhere, <laughs> especially, but especially a basement. And then there's a woman with like a devil mask. And uh, who are they to each other? Is she real? What happened to her? What's going <laughs> on? It gets sexual. She's <laughs> naked, uh, and he's like, "Let's like let's do it or something." And it's really gnar- <laughs> It's really gnarly. I said I wanted you to have my baby. I have your baby. And you're just like repulsed. And then she just pulls the rug out from under you and just goes like, no, we don't have to have sex. Uh, here's baby. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's you pretty know, twisted. Like, uh, the film, like you said, pulls the rug from under itself. You know. So anyway, that's like the first two minutes. And then so it's like you can't go back to – you know, like establishing shots and, uh, you know, narrative development and uh, boilerplate, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, you know, time and Doesn't place. Work. Yeah. Detectives, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. And then so then, of course, we get to that right after that crazy setup. We get into the you know, friends hanging out stuff, which is probably my favorite parts of the movie. You love that but stuff. I, I, love I love it, it but, too. But there's yeah. this crazy transition. Sandwiches. There's a crazy transition that happens where we see this like 
five minute gore fest. A monster gore scene. Well, I'm going to ask you guys that because just can read my notes and I'll shut up because I'm asking the question. So I got confused because they mentioned a bestiality network in New York, eh? <laughs> you know? And I was just yeah, like, yeah. excuse me, like they're kind of referencing like a video drone is happening in Manhattan or something. It's like, yeah, yeah like people getting torn apart yeah. and killed. And I got confused ding, ding. and I went, oh, and then when I watched it the second time, I went, oh, is that what they're talking about? The bestiality network is the intro that we see that it's like monster extreme gore. But no, the bestiality network, maybe I'm wrong, is referenced in the Groundhog's Day massacre that we see, you know, in, on, on the yeah, screen. Yeah, they're watching you know, that. The yeah, they're watching that. They're yeah. watching that. And that's the network, I guess. So total mystification. That's like my big question. No. What, if anything, does that gore segment, segment have to do with anything? I mean, can I set it yeah, up for man. you, Joey? I'm going to set yeah. it up for you cause if you know. I just want to clarify that that's not how if I read know. it. That's not how I read it. I read it, which is in a much more demented sense, that that whole okay. torture scene was inside the closet, was happening inside the closet. Am I wrong in that or am I just totally fucked up? Wow. Shit. Okay. See, this is. I thought okay, it was so, like. So I thought okay. I on this last rewatch, I <laughs> saw one of the guys, the guy with the glasses. I can't remember his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he that like, Doug? I can't remember. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll cut Don. to the footage. That like you see this gore Don's scene. Lead. Yeah, you see this. <laughs> I know. No, you see this. You see this torture scene. It's so fucking gnarly. It's it, like some it's gnarly burning moon shit. And then yep. all of a sudden, Big time. and then all of a sudden, like you see it like cuts and then the other guy like closes the closet door, almost as if like all of that surreal nightmare is happening right. inside the closet. Yeah. Can I build on that with a two second observation? There's a creepy moment when the, with the closed door, they're I both know. looking at it and someone's going like, hey, you're a kindergarten artist. I don't know what that means. And then he oh, says, yeah, yeah, that's because that's when we raped like my little sis no sorry whoa whoops that's when we uh, tortured and ate like my little sister or something and then i thought so that speaks to your thing evan which is like uh there's some hell on the other side of that door i think the experiments are happening on the other side of the closet yeah. door that's okay. what's happening I, okay i just okay. think that's a okay so i think evan we could wedge this together because i think <sighs> exactly correct it's happening in another room, but I think it's a flashback. But it's in that oh. room. I don't think it's oh. happening. Okay. Well, he says in it in the past the tense. The, the torture yeah. and eating is in the past tense. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's a flashback. But oh, you're cool. absolutely. Pr I think I'm right there with you with location. So and why the flashback? <laughs> why are they like? I, I who knows? You know. I mean, I, cool. I think. Yeah. 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 It is cool. Yeah. It's really, just squeezes us in. Since where, if I can wedge this in here. Really, right. when last time I saw things, there's a part like like leading up to this. When I saw it this mm -hmm. last time, there is a good nine minute chunk of the movie that starts about 40 minutes in. And I think that for a first viewer, it's like I would really want them to concentrate on this nine minute sequence you because love okay. I adore it so much. And I don't know. We'll see. We're going to hopefully, hopefully you want we'll to talk over a it? clip just to you give wanna a just sense. talk over it. Yes, let me it. just set it up though. Let me just say one thing before you start it, okay. because I just want this to be clear that this comes out of nowhere. That what in keeping with the tradition <laughs> but, of things, but, but out of nowhere from nowhere, which is this. Yes, film. exactly. So, like, what is going on is that 
they they see they approach a room they hear that it's full of things these creatures that are going to kill them they're like let's deal with this later and so then they go into the kitchen and they start drinking and then one of them has to take a piss and they're both too scared to to go to the bathroom so they go together they then realize all the lights are out so they need a flashlight they go back into the kitchen and then time stops yeah and it turns yeah. into this for eight minutes yeah it's pretty wild and it's, and, it's and, very and evil it's, dead it is yes. it is it is and i do want to just say as a quick just to get it in the show when they do go into the bathroom and they see the thing on the toilet that's in the moment you're talking <laughs> yeah. about right and they see the thing the creature on the toilet seat and then the main guy my favorite guy in the movie not not Barry Gillis, but the, the guy with the glasses. He goes, <laughs> Oh, I know. You know, that's his reaction to seeing that. makes you know well do you know i actually solved that riddle okay. it's, it's because this is i mean it's a letdown because it's like you watch that any i dare anybody not to be per, like what why is he reacting like that but it's yeah. like because he's seen the the thing is supposed to be shitting the thing is taking a shit on the oh, toilet God. and he's laughing that the thing You're is so shitting right. I never would have. Of course, uh, yeah. That like it's is toilet humor. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yeah like, I have a note. I have a note that just says the humor of things, like, <laughs> like, like as a possible topic, because they yes. have a lot of bad jokes and groaners. Like you know, he gets his head hammered in, and it's like, hey, I wanted to get hammered, but not like. Uh, okay. I know, I know. Very trauma. Know. It's like a trauma, trauma thing. And her oh, yes. and Lewis, kind of. Well, like, but Gorgor particularly girls. just like. Enjoy the silence of this and the ambience. It's just like feel it. The movie is just like clicks into a different gear. We'll talk over it because clocks run. Okay. 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 So yeah. So they're looking for the things, but I just want to give it its well, sonic. Can, well, this sense, is what you but, said to me. I know. I, I don't okay. want. To, I don't want to cannibalize it too much, but where evil, where, where evil dead is an influence. You pointed yeah. out that this is an alien influence, like the movie. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they're doing alien here. Look at that. But <laughs> alien is building the up toilet to, plunger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it but because it doesn't have the plot like like structure right. of alien, it just becomes David Lynch or something that's right. like just sort well, of this exists, you know, nothing's ever in context with <laughs> anything. That's well, also, no, but the, but I think you're onto something. This is the the um, explore. It's after the first killing in, in uh, Harrington Stanton's killing. Also, totally. we should mention for the alien. This is great. This is but this is shots like the, yeah. They're shooting like, more than they need, so it's like a stylistic. I mean, I, I almost would give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, like they're though that those two shots of those guys like meeting in the hallway they cover that in like five different sh angles you know it's like yeah. there's something going on that feels kind of artistically motivated there you know that yeah, we I should love. say we, 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 we also should say too that this is a single location film for most of it is a single location film. yes so it's like someone's you know, parents house right it's someone's house yeah, yeah. yes yeah. we know that for a fact it's oh we do definitely okay, okay. <laughs> yeah 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 so, yeah, yeah. so but, but but we have to get you have to get the most out of it and that scene really does um okay big time Real well, it might quick. be a friend's house but nevertheless it's oh, it's yeah, someone's yeah. house okay now yeah. clock is dying here i want to get this in 
So okay. we're talking surrealism, okay? We had the torture chamber in the closet. There's even a reference that they make uh, about one of the paintings. They even say Salvador Dali. They even name drop his name. So it right, begs, right. The, the begs the question of how much of the surrealism in this film of the dreamlike reality is actually intentional or not, which is which is amazing. And Tom, you said on the commentary, which I think was a very good observation, uh-huh. you said that all the scenes of them hanging out feel like like you know where they're drinking beers like i think there's one point where he fills up his beer with water and starts drinking it's so weird but that's right you said in the commentary it all feels like it's happening at four in the morning when the party's over which is totally what this movie really feels like but and probably was they're probably cranking this thing out middle of the night you know oh totally totally a hundred percent but yeah it's like the last stragglers on the couch like long after a real party's happened a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And this is the birth of this commentary that you did, Tom, and t- and dissecting this movie in real time and talking about the sort of surrealism in this movie, the dirtbag surrealism in this movie. Um, this is <laughs> the birth. <laughs> this is the this is the birth of one of my favorite Tomisms because you coined it, and I'm going to play the clip right now. You coined it in the commentary as a ga- as gatefold fixations, which I just want to <laughs> throw to real quick. It's amazing. great. So here we again. Here we go again. Here's Tom on commentary uh, over ten years ago talking about things and the surrealism. Here we go. It kind of reminds me too of uh, um, metalheads who really stare too long at like gatefolds from like Uriah Heep albums. You know where there's like a demon on top of the mountain and there's like a severed head in the woods and like. And I love that. So don't get it twisted. That's like kind of my favorite thing ever. Which is, uh, I you know I call like. Uh, yeah, like, it's like staring on mescaline at like Blue Oyster Cult album covers, but they're like pizza delivery boys from like New Jersey. <laughs> that's kind of like my favorite thing ever. And that's one of the reasons I love things is it has that kind of pizza delivery boy surrealism. <laughs> Boy, I really, I really uh, drove that home, didn't I? Yeah, but it's, <laughs> that is that is what that. it is. That That is what it yeah, is. Yeah, so. it is that, but it is, and that it mescaline is. hallucinogenic aspect is and you know what like also just to put a finer point because like there are hallucinogenic aspects to this no doubt but then as i was watching that clip it's like if you've ever taken a hallucinogenic and if someone was to film you it would look like silly mundane stuff like him flicking that Mm -hmm. lamp and seeing it move like that's what psychedelics are more like from the uh, you know so there's this multitude of hallucinogenic aspects to things you know, a hundred percent like the mundane is just uh, everything's off because of the way <laughs> things are the way the film is made. It's yes. like anything happening, including like uh, like some white bread sandwiches on a plate. It's just like it's the weirdest one you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah everything's like, yeah, because yeah. the context throws it, which is the acid context. So that <laughs> like, like the film is on acid is what I'm trying to say. So <laughs> yeah, that everything yeah. is being processed through this huge, bizarre psychedelic filter. And we're on fucking drugs, too, because I think at a certain point in time, like half an hour mark, you feel the things drug itself <laughs> hitting you. And and honestly, <laughs> Barry Gillis's fucking haircut starts changing in the middle of the goddamn yes. movie, too. Oh, or like his, his mullet, his mullet size changes from like shot to shot. And you're like, oh, I love that. Melting. Can I just make an observation too? Just last little thing. I, I went crazy before and said, "Oh, I love this movie." In the um, the commentary, and it was right when the film opens up and you leave the house. 
which is kind of a very acid thing too. Like if you're like doing acid and like you're stuck in this party in this kitchen, I've never really quite had that experience, but I'm just saying that kind of feeling where you're high and weirded out and you're kind of like feeling sort of unconsciously trapped in this environment that you're in and then you go outside and it's like you know a gas station or something but it's just like yeah, out. so that's when i yes. went up, that's when i lit up in the commentary because like and he's just running and it almost feels like what am i trying to say it's it's also abstract but like it feels like he's escaping the film and well, running yeah, yeah, no totally do you know oh, what i mean my, yes like the chain like the you know, Leatherface is it is the Texas Chainsaw, and, 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 and she's because they're doing that. You know, in right? A way. No, they are. No, but one last observation that, that kind of seals it for me in this like it's bifurcated, where the like everything is in that horrible claustrophobic house, and then you're free, and then the woods. You hear his voice for the first time in the scenes outside, and then oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not doing ADR. And they somehow recorded the Super 8, and it's weird. It's in its own way disorienting because and it's the first time you're hearing reality. God, that How works. That? And Evan, do we know why? I, I, I think I stumbled on a concrete answer, but if you have one. About the for about Super 8? The audio. Oh, well, 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 first, let's just back up for a second here, brother, because you asked me before we recorded the million-dollar question which was yes. about why they shot it on Super 8 and not home video in 1989, right? Yes. Because we're talking 1989, yes, exactly. right? That's a little late to be shooting <laughs> Super 8. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so, but yeah. So anyway, the answer to that question is kind of interesting because, um, you know, Barry, Barry Gillis, you know, thought that it would basically separate themselves in the distribution space you know, mm. f being able to shoot mm. it on film. And I actually asked Barry Gillis this question for you, Joey. Uh, I Thank asked him you. yesterday um, oh, about shit. this. Oh, shit. Breaking yes. news. This is breaking news. So, this is from Amber Lynn, right? This is from Amber Lynn. Not this news report? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Barry Gillis says, we believe that, he said yesterday, we believe that we, we would believe. not be able to get a distributor if we shot on video as opposed to film. So we shot everything on Super 8 with the exception of Amberlynn, like I said, on 60 millimeter. So, um, so, so, she so she would show up, which is amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and the fact amazing. that we had a Super 8 camera, LOL. So we noticed okay. a lot of films were being shot on video and wanted to separate ourselves from the shot on video productions that were coming out on VHS. The actual film itself looks amazing, but he said this, he was very bummed out, and they all were, with the transfer they had, which really mm. looked muddy and garbage Possible. at the time. Yeah, and Especially so blah, Super blah, 8 blah, transfers. They're, sure. Yeah, know. they're bad. Well, they might have gotten like good a Super 8 transfer. At the time, mm. like, I, I don't know their resources, but they probably just took it to the malls, the photo mat at the mall. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like the Kodak, yeah, you know, one-day processing. Super 8's you for know. home videos. It's for home video yeah, shit. That's so what I'm videos. saying, yeah, because, like, they didn't, what I'm saying is they didn't send it to, like, Manhattan. Right. No. You know, I actually did some super eight stuff in that around that time, but I was taking it to Manhattan and those were pros who were transferring the footage. I'm just saying they probably were stuck yeah. with whatever mall, right. mall options. Let's right, put it that right, way. Right, right. Right. You know. So so I think that we should convince Andrew Jordan to dig out those fucking reels and we can get yep. that shit totally. 4K. 4K yes. would look Let's amazing. Let's fucking do it. Andrew Jordan, hit me up. Blow up my phone. Yeah, and um, yes. Go ahead. And the thing with the audio, though, where, I mean, again, we need this restoration is 
I heard that they recorded the audio, but as Tom, you're almost like hinting at earlier, it was because of that 60 Hertz hum. Okay. That they that w- it made the audio and the reason why you could hear him outside in the outside stuff is because it was outside, uh, so they didn't oh, have that 60 hertz hum. Got it. Yes. And it's that simple. But maybe Barry, if you're listening to this, do you still have that original audio? Because we could take that 60 hertz hum out, yeah, no that's, problem. That's true. Now. That's Modern true. Technology. Damn, you know, so, and not to say I would want to stample, you know, trample on um, sure. it'd be a on second history, but it would be second a second version. version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, it would be OG yeah, things. Cool. Whoa. Yeah. And speaking of sound, speaking of sound, I would be remiss to talk about if we didn't talk about oh. the Foley, the Foley of this film. Oh, yes. I have one anecdote. I mean, you lay, lay it on and I just have one observation. Actually, just side note, this observation was assisted by I actually watched the riff tracks. those those old mystery science theater guys did faces early faces did um things earlier this year amazing and uh it it wasn't too bad i just watched it anyway they pointed out uh, some monster foleying action in the scene where he's wiping the blood in the kitchen uh, wiping the blood off his hand his arm yeah and and it sounds like um someone is like uh using sandpaper on like uh, like an oak tree or something like this And it's like, and, and they're right. And I listen to it over and over and it's like, so Martian. It's so from Neptune. To have anyone seriously go, hey, I think that's good. I think we're done with the folding. I know, <laughs> I know. They- it's like, cause it sounds totally unlike the soft, quiet brushing of a towel. <laughs> They so, went to town on the Foley. They went to town on the Foley. It's Dude, just, it's I mean, the things, Foley. the sound of the things, like yep. the, that mechanical, like cat sound. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. But like Isn't the sound farting? that the creatures make. <laughs> oh yeah, he put There's farting like two in. Fart sounds. Of <laughs> course, <There's> farting. <laughs> Of yep. course, but um, yeah. So the the so the fucking foley is incredible. Def, shout out to that. But we also got to make sure we we spend a little bit of time talking about the music as the clock is dying, because yes. Yes. the the music is incredible. It's an amazing bedroom lo-fi dime store. You got As you said, unintentional post-punk, unintentional, you know. It's it's incredible. I mean, the texture of the music in this movie really is on another level. It could be a Chrome album. It's by uh, Strick9. But not the spelling that you, that your mom and dad, the way they spelled yeah, strict. Yeah, not your grandma's. <laughs> yeah, not your grandma's strict nine spelling. <laughs> it's strict and then, and then strict, and then it looks like strike strict, and then the uh, number nine numerical. Number nine. Um, yeah. I have also familiar strangers. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I keep forgetting. And there's 
some confusion as to who's does what tracks yeah. i don't really know the answer to that but no, they are either. it's strict nine and familiar strangers and i think that they're both like, one of them is doug whoever plays doug i think doug is bunston the, du, okay yeah 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 okay. yeah yeah. Do you know more about that's that? His name. Well, Doug Doug Bunston is one of the yeah, um one of the yeah he's like one a, of the me- <laughs> like Homer's friend or something in Simpsons. <laughs> Doug Bunston's crazy. Doug Bunston. <laughs> oh, Doug! No, but Doug is is, hey, is that's he, Doug Bunston over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the musicians behind a lot of these tracks, which is amazing. But shout out to the Can fucking I, music. Well, yeah. there's a couple things actually. There's the um, I'm assuming that Strict Nine doing that like stuff of saying accidental post-punk and like the really gnarled stuff which i love but then it, there's some kind of sweet tunefulness and there's this totally inappropriate doo-wop moment have to mend your hand together this is gonna hurt me a lot more than it's gonna hurt you i know it's gonna hurt just there's uh, straight yeah. up doo-wop happening but yeah. then i was gonna say that the closing credits song Reminds me, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the Donnie and Joe song, Baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah it's got yeah, very baby, famous. Baby, and like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of reminded me of that. And I was like, this is actually kind of cool. Like, no, I it's a it. hidden gem. It's such yeah. a good pop tune, right? I think. It is. Yeah. No, like it the. Is eclecticism of the score is just like almost like unparalleled to me because it ha- or at least it hits all my weird quadrant interests like it great does. 70s pop tune ambient darkness it even has like a kind of guitar drone like yeah. like instrumentation the weird casio like lo-fi stuff that everyone's talking about right. and like the blacks there's some like kind of psychedelic black sabbath, black sabbath-y yeah, yeah shit and they even name check black sabbath in the credits so i mean of course as an inspiration well, that's right. yeah and it's like to tony and black sabbath <laughs> yeah, no. yeah and 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 what's that's the barry Love gillis that. influence you know the, the tony iomi yeah. because um in his his follow-up film barry gillis directed a movie called wicked world which i just have to shout out for two seconds i ur- Oof, i urge everybody great. listening to this to pick up a copy of 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 wicked world um tom you got to see this asap if you've never seen it um sure yeah but the movie obviously a black sabbath song title wicked world and the movie it, it opens yeah. up you know with the Ozzy, right. you know the Ozzy lyrics and of course it's dedicated to tony iomi and it's it's fucking Awesome. Wicked wow. World. I just, everybody get off your ass, get a copy of Wicked World pronto. That's all it I It doesn't say. have Andy. It's, it's, it's Barry, Barry. World the Train. Well, we should yeah. say, we should say just real quick and then done. Barry Gillis has gone on to make several films since yeah. Wicked World oh, and shit. things. And he actually has a movie coming out, uh, oh which God. is kind of a bizarre uh cross uh you know weird coincidental crossing of the work uh worlds colliding here for a minute for me personally because barry gillis is directing a film coming out called tales from the dead zone which stars professional wrestler brett the hitman hart jesus okay what yes wow and i'm gonna insert all the evan buttons inserting clip from that right here Somebody's fucking lying to me. I am a one-man wrecking crew. Okay, sorry, that was great, wasn't it? Okay. Um, sure. So, um, great clip. One wow. last, 
observation <laughs> I wanted to, I have one last little observation just to get in here is um Hit it. the the Canadianness of this movie is kind of unparalleled <laughs> yeah. in some ways. Off the charts. And um and, Bob and, and Doug time. Yeah, and, and I can relate to it, you know, being, you know, from Minnesota and harsh winters. And I think that the sort of dreamlike quality of this movie also lends itself to these guys like almost it's almost like feels like they have cabin fever. It almost feels like a cabin fever <laughs> yes, thinking that type yeah, of yeah. movie. And I think that's very relatable um, for, for most Canadians because of the harsh Canadian winter, the madness and the crazy that like you go from the, the wild out of control craziness. You go from being cooped up for so long for six months, seven months out of the year. And I think that's kind of reflected in this movie in a very, uh, you know, yeah. spot on. Go and stir crazy in the kitchen. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm glad you said that because I've never had that. I never had a Canadian winter in, under my belt, you know. Oh, brother. So, but I can only imagine yeah. the, uh, yeah, the claustrophobia of it all. Because the film, the film, for me, one of the big takeaways when I first saw it and now, it's like it, it does have this claustrophobia. It's like. It almost feels like that that house is getting smaller <laughs> or something and weirder. It's just like it's so <laughs> yes. oppressive, you know. Well, and the then, fact again, that's why I respond audio. when he leaves. Yeah, when he leaves yeah. the house and his voice works. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, spring I mean, has like, sprung for Barry yeah. Gillis. <laughs> there, there's the, an enigma of concoctions that it's like there's certain ineptitudes that are would throw such like that are on like predictable and then there's the like the people that made the movies and their interests and 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 what they wanted to make and when you like they're on the first watch of things it was just like very clear that there is a kind of group effort like that is beyond even the filmmakers it's like almost like the 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 manufacturing of things came from a multitude of just of of places that make the movie feel like almost unknowable to a certain degree because like the you never really feel like you're touching ground in the movie there's always these like kind of yeah. layers that kind of bump you back out or make you question your own reality watching the movie like the news footage sure. and but even the nature of the audio feels like a commentary track as you're watching the movie no i mean you know it's like when so that, when bizarre that, when that surgeon comes in it's like it just jumps into overdrive Mmm, that's human blood, all right. What made you do such a brutal crime? What made me do it? Your experiment fucked up and you're blaming me? You're the madman! The disorientation, it's just like... Dude, I know. And you yeah, played that already, you know, the, yeah. the clip when he walks in and he's speaking almost like a cartoon character, like, hey, there's a whole bunch of blood and nobody knows. <laughs> and and it's great fourth act, like... like uh, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And it's just like everything is getting amped up a notch and, uh, you know, it's super gory and it's like this new person and it's not helpful to the plot, really. But it is just like... Uh, well, I, I, I had a note, it's just like, it doesn't look like this guy's taking the film very seriously. It's like he's yeah. just visiting the insanity and he's yeah. just yeah. like, you guys are nuts. And there's fake blood all over the floor and uh, wabadoo. And then he leaves, you know, if if <laughs> I can, we have one minute left on the clock. I just want to oh. close it. Close it with this. Um, I love things. Do you guys like things? I mean, sorry. Do you guys love things like I love things? I love things. Well, give me some uh, I'll, more I'll declare my love to things. You know. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just declaring. No, I mean, I, it's I've you know how many thousands of movies have we seen him, and, and like I come back to this movie, you know, like I and I every 
if I meet a new person that I think would respond to it, I show it to them. You know, like I think that there are few movies that I do that with. And this movie stole like, it. stood the test of time in my life. I stole yeah. it. I mean, I uh, committed you know, a crime. Yeah, I fucking love it. You know, it's sort of like I understand of like what's possible in, in a movie, like in, in like a kind of experience watching movies. And in that sense, it is kind of like an optimistic watch. Like if you, you know, like once you watch it, you feel like anything is really possible with it. Like no, there's no amount of technical happens. skill. Yeah. Yeah. Like anything just happened. Once you experience things, you know, well, what's the last, changed. what's the, what's the credit? I'll be okay. <laughs> You have just, you just experienced, experienced things. things. Beautifully put. Yeah. <laughs> Beautifully put. Excellent. Nice. Uh, Fantastic. Right when the clock amazing. Hits. Amazing. Amazing. I, I, uh, I, I just, uh, I had like a little weird internet snipe for a minute there. My internet went a little unstable, but I think it actually remixed y'all's audio oh, to be shit. like, meh, 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 meh. and it was actually very things. It was perfect. It, it okay. added to oh, the experience. Great. Oh, great. That's a very yeah. things appropriate. Yeah, yeah it was. Yes. It was like, it's like, it's like the internet remixed you guys for like five seconds. It was perfect. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Well, <clears throat> that was one fucking hour on things. It, it didn't mess up the penultimate ending three few seconds there. It was just during the, Joey committed a crime on behalf of this movie part, but um, it's, it's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. All right. Um, good, again, to it's, it's good to glitch. How appropriate. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Um, so anyway, uh, that was one fucking hour and things, guys. I had a blast as always. Um, oh, yeah, that was so fun. That was so fun. Talking about this. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Great to have guys. you back, Joey. Oh, yeah. Joey. It was great. Joey, always, the door is always open, uh, Joey. Joey, you want to come on you, the brother. show? The thank door you. is always open. Right. Um, um, much respect so, yeah. when you hear your family <laughs> like yeah. olive garden yeah. so, uh, and marcus will be back he's i think yeah. he's getting uh paroled uh yeah i'll be next week so you yeah. know he's sprung he yeah. well probate, he's so. he's held up at the dr oz alley i think uh rally right now i think oh, <laughs> yeah that's he's right doing a fundraiser for dr oz yeah right yeah. i forgot about that okay anyway um, be wrapping up soon. <laughs> so um okay so guys uh in preparation for tonight's um episode uh and this also includes marcus who's uh you know not with us right now but um i took it upon myself to send each Such of you thank you uh well you're welcome uh, to send each Thank of you, you a things-related gift. Let's hold up the boxes, Joey. I got, I got a thing in the mail. Okay, so yeah, show up your box there. Everyone's got their boxes, right? We all got our boxes. Okay. Yes. So, I sent a little things-related gift to everybody here. Uh, Marcus has one too, and and uh, Marcus is going to send in a video of him. Hey, everybody, Marcus here from One Fucking Hour, about to do the official unboxing of the mystery package that Evan sent me a few weeks ago. <coughs> it's a little dusty. <coughs> it's been in my garage for a couple weeks, but it's okay. We're getting out of this box now. This yeah. is our first one fucking hour unboxing video, y'all. So, yeah. wait, what is that? I'm, is I'm that opening today? it with my uh, Carter Mondale 1980 knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Of course I have. Okay, yeah. so let's let's open uh, your, your uh, one fucking hour unboxing. Tin, or okay, I have a theory about what this is. Here we but go. Not 100% sure yet, yeah, but we'll, we're about little to gift for everybody. Okay. All right. So, dude, it's so generous. Thank you. Here. Oh. Oh. oh my god. Ow. God, I oh. I can't believe I just did that. 
<coughs> oh my god. <coughs> uh, it looks. I think that looked worse than it was, though. I can try to get through the rest of this. So, okay. So, uh, wow, God, what's in here? Things. Fucking way. No fucking way. Well, hold on. Clutch Don't up. wait till. Wait till. Sorry. Wait Sorry. Till. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't shown file. Oh. All right, show it. Vinyl? Show it's, it's it. even on vinyl. All right. Show it. Oh. Wow. Joey, show it. Show Dude. it. All right, here we go. Wow. Holy shit. Did you, have a, did you have a hand in this, Evan? I didn't. It's like the main thing in here is the, the amazing Things soundtrack on vinyl. All right. Please tell me it has the refrigerator song in it. Oh, oh my God. Dude. You're not gonna believe this. <laughs> Looks like disc one's still okay though. All right. Well, I guess I'll listen to disc one, but things soundtrack on vinyl from Cherrivision Records. Thank you guys. Uh, but oh, I really? saw. I saw. We should mention for the people listening on Spotify, this is the Things double LP. Is a double LP soundtrack? Yes. It double. Looks, it's L, sick. Double LP soundtrack to Things. Wait, Absolutely. It, there's this dude oh, this, is, this is what i was freaking out about oh right, that's yeah. amazing the certificate of insanity this is amazing. Uh, <laughs> and it's signed by barry and andrew that's barry amazing and andrew. oh wait joey oh show God, yours dude oh that's amazing oh, <laughs> oh this is so sick that's cool that's yes. actually very cool Oh, yeah, this is mine. very cool. I love that. Dude, Whoa. certificate of insanity. This is, like a, this is like a Halloween Christmas or something. It is. Dude, what awesome dude. So I said this in, during the commentary like a decade ago. Like, this would be cool. Uh, some release the soundtrack. That's why and I put did. that in there. You did. You fucking called it. Yeah. That's so crazy. You called it. And I'm so I'm so glad because this will answer so, so many cool. questions about who does what music. Because it's all <laughs> I hope. I don't know. There's three yeah. people credited. Wow. Uh, Familiar strange. Oh yeah, Jack Brocher, I think, does some of that gnarly guitar stuff. Okay. And I and I think I'm not sure who he is actually. God, but this, this is, is so sick. cool. This looks great too. Good job. Yeah, did a great job. Guys, whoever shout did this. out to um, double, double shout record. out to actually the I should shout out the label right now. I, I want to give a special shout out to um, Terror Vision. They're the label behind this. Uh, these guys, I just want to say, I, I just reached out to them and I said, I need to buy four of these. I need to ship them out now and don't put your address, put my address as the return address so these guys don't know what right, the fuck right. it is. And You're he right. complied. He complied with that. So shout out to TerraVision. You guys are the best. Hey, TerraVision. TerraVision. This is you know a great... Got? It's got, dude. Guys, it's got Tailspin reprise. So oh. you get like extra Tailspin. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't talk about Tailspin, but that's awesome. Know. Yeah. Hey, you know what it has? It has a gatefold. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> we can um, we can smoke uh, bad weed and 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 be coming down from mescaline and, and <laughs> gatefold. Wow. Ah, this gatefold. Dude, is oh, insane. you cracked it open. Please. Let me crack it open. Wow, it wow, is. Wow, that looks amazing. Whoa. Wow, that looks great. This is kind of a pizza delivery boy on acid bug out kind of gatefold. Yeah. Perfect. That's so cool. Really Killer. Good. We got to unbox it if we're unboxing it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we got to. God. Oh, dude, obviously, wow. like, 
they got the purple oh, vinyl. There's more purple. Yeah, no, I know. There's like, there's uh, you know, the sleeves like back matter. Really good, like really big, um, you know, still blowups of uh, you know, Super Eight stills and shit. Oh, That's really? Killer. Yeah, there's like oh yeah, Don or Don or Doug or whatever. You know, it's amazing. Got the sleeves jumping so off. Yeah, this is no. Uh, it didn't cut any corners. This is a big, legit release. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say right now, shout out to TerraVision. I'm gonna put a link in the description of this video uh, to order. You guys gotta order this. Like, even if you've never seen yeah, the movie, this is just a must. Must yeah. trust. Yeah. Even trust if you me. hate the movie, you'll yeah. love the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this yeah, fucking thing. Look at that Bruce fucking. Rose. Yeah. Oh, there's a group photo. Ooh, there's a killer. Maybe I'm sure you guys have seen this, I guess. But that group shot. Oh. You see that? Oh. Of them all wielding uh, drill, power drills. Oh. And that's fucking. Doug and Don and Danny and all these other. Dang and yeah. Doug and Bunston and. Dang, yeah, that's. Danny and Dougie. <laughs> so there Husky. we go, guys. I, I got cool. it. Thank you, Evan. Yeah, Dude, course. thank you, Evan. What a dream for you! Fifteen years later, I know. It's, here it is. We're still finally doing things. Oh yeah, finally. it is. Is it? It's colored vinyl. Yeah, it looks great. It's so deluxe. So it's this is, this is like on Amazon. Like, how can people get this? Uh, well, I, I said I'd put the link in the description. I, I think oh. you can order directly through the label TerrorVision. Terror uh, Terror Vision dot com. And you know what? Christmas is right around the corner. This is a I'm great gift trust Stocking me great gift. if you have someone who's mentally disabled uh, <laughs> no. going through a lot of uh mental illness <laughs> this undoes all of it yes exactly. it'll be their new theme song of their life yeah wow. uh so there you go guys enjoy that really thread wow. that up thank yeah. you Evan. oh of course, of course. So and we're gonna cut in marcus's uh yeah thing so. <laughs> yeah so Marcus is like, happen. what is this? Um, so um, no, no. he watched no, things. Kidding. He did. He watched. Yeah, he said so. Okay. Yeah. Well, beautiful. Um, With Herschel Walker, him and Herschel Walker were uh, before the Doctor Oz. Marcus is going to game. Marcus is going to kill us. Um, okay. Um, all right. Well, that was one <laughs> fucking hour on things. A little unboxing vid for y'all. Um, it's been an amazing one fucking tober. Just a little, a little shout out uh, to all of us uh, here who participated in the uh, one fucking tober. We did it. We blitzed four horror films in a row. Yeah, it was great. We really we, hey, fun. This is also a celebration of one fucking year of one fucking hour as well, too. Right. So, so we're, we, we're, we're entering year two right now. Um, this is yeah. You know, this is our it. humble beginnings of. This uh, is it. October 2021, and then uh, well, that's the thing. The gravy train is is still uh, chugging on down the line, yeah. Because uh, we have one more bite at the uh, Fucktober apple. We do, so to speak. Uh, we do, and yeah. But what are we doing, Evan? So next we're going to do. Next week. We're going to do something. Yeah, next week there is actually a fifth week in October this year. So um, this uh, we're going to do one more episode to cap off uh, one fucking tober, and I'm very excited about it. We're going to switch up the format a little bit here. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, we're, we're, we're going to try something new, which I think is going to be fun and fun for people who listen to the show. We drop a lot of references to some weird ass flicks we've seen over the years. So I thought it would be a good, a cool, fun idea for you, me, Marcus to spend the hour going around round Robin 
mm-hmm. talking about our 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 respective top ten underrated horror films of all time. Our, our okay. individual individual top ten underrated horror. So films that uh, you know aren't like on the tip of every horror fan's tongue. You know, they're like uh, yeah. some deeper cuts. Yeah, yeah. Know? And we're and, cooking up the list as we speak. You know, and I will allow, <laughs> and I, this is my rules. I will allow um, some wiggle with the term horror. So I think that can be oh, okay. interpreted in, in some different ways. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a little loose. I think that's okay. But um, each of us are going to show up with our own top 10 lists next week, a week from today as this episode drops, uh, which will be October right. 31st. So it'll drop be on October 31st. Be Halloween, yeah. Yep. And you're going to get our 10 favorite underrated horror films. And Joey, shout out to you because you're here because... I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask Ramey, I'm going to ask Lars, anyone who's ever guested on the show um, is going to have to mail in mail in their number one underrated horror film pick oh, as a video, okay. as a video, and we're going to play it at the end. Um, so uh, send that to me. That's okay. your homework assignment, Joey. You have to send this in your top 100. Or your, fuck. Your Just top, whatever top you'd one, like to top one underrated. Yeah, and we can have doubles. We we already figured yeah. there might be a double here in there. Well, we're not going to oh, know yeah, what each other right? picked. We're not going to know what each yeah. other picked. That's what it's it is. Secret Santa. It's you know? that's part of the fun. Is seeing the overlap too. Yeah, as seeing well as the, the overlap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, lists are fun. Yeah, that's great. They're dumb lists are dumb, but they're fun, and we're gonna have some fun next week. Take the week off and do a top ten. Our individual top ten underrated horror films of all time. So that's gonna be very exciting. I'm, it's weird yeah. new format. We're gonna try it. We'll see what Deep happens. Cuts. Deep cuts, deep That's cuts uh, all around, sprinkled all around. So, all right. And then we'll be getting back to our regularly scheduled programming going into November and blah, 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 blah. So, and who um, knows what the hell is next? So. Exactly. <laughs> um, we discussed that. <laughs> now, we have guys, before we send everybody home, uh, packing with their yeah. beautiful uh, things, soundtracks that they all have now and have pre ordered or ordered now from directly from Terror Vision. Um, I have two. Moment. Uh, two moments prepared <laughs> for tonight. Isn't thought- things just one big moment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, that's I, the way to say it. That would have saved us an hour. I know. <laughs> yeah, good night, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, things is a is definitely a moment. Um, it's a wonderful moment. Um, but uh, I have two little things, ephemera things, things that I want to play uh, for the end of this show. Um, cool. and Great. let me set, I want to set them both up if I, if I can, gentlemen, number mm-hmm. one, I want to watch with you guys as a moment that we'll watch together. That's fun. And then I'm going to send everybody home with why we call Toby Hooper, Toby Hoopy. Okay. Oh, great. We've talked about this for a year now, but Barry Gillis, yeah. that beautiful Barry Gillis is the reason that we refer to, uh, Toby Hooper as, as Toby Hoopy. Um, as I've referenced many times in my dealings with Barry, which was very a wonderful experience releasing things, it was kind of a slip of the tongue. But um, at one point in time, Barry actually had a chance to sit down with Toby Hooper at a horror convention and show him the trailer to things in which Toby Hooper uh, responded. It was like a reaction video. It was a Toby Hooper reaction video where... Uh, <laughs> He basically responded with "far out, man," um, which is amazing. And uh, when I asked when I asked Barry what special features he had for the DVD that we were preparing, he said, "Oh, you know, I sat down with Toby Hoopy, and you know, and the rest is history." So um, oh, we're gonna okay. uh, yeah, yeah. that's what we're it gonna, was. 
We're going to show that as the, as, as the second moment, but the first moment, let's strap in together and watch this. Now, we mentioned that Barry Gillis has other film projects he's done since Things, since Wicked World, but this is one project that he has done that didn't go anywhere. This was a financer reel. Uh, this was a this was a kind of shot to oh, raise shit. financing. Yeah, get ready, strap in. This was a this is, a, <laughs> and I and I cut it down some just for the show. Crazy. But here is a it's real video. This is <laughs> here is a reel that he, that he put together in order to raise financing for a movie that he wanted to make called Evil Island. Okay, so get ready for Evil Island. Here we go. <laughs> Three men escaped from Alcatraz. Only one survived. This is how it begins. <laughs> On Evil Island, Barry J. Gillis left the woman of his dreams behind. Without a prayer, he'll try to stop the madness of Evil Island. A new ringtone. This is how it ends. There you go. It ends. Well, that's how that ends. You know what? He should make a movie called Killer Cassio. It's a Cassio possessed by Satan and it bleeds and stuff. What do you guys that think? Be, that, it's like his signature. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. Um, I yeah, actually I have that's awesome. guys still on my phone from fucking twelve years ago. I still this have my, I remember. I still have my thing tones, Joey. This is right. actually what? This, yeah, I I should send you guys these. Here's here's my thing tone. Check it out. I think you gave it to me. Yep, murder. Murder, 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 moment of zen okay everybody we will see you next week for our top 10 underrated horror movies thank you everybody have a great rest of your week and man what a great show what a great show what a great show it was so fun all right, all right everybody we will talk soon take care bye-bye kill 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 Anyway, that's far our channel. Far out. Far out. Wow. It's done on a really Dude. low budget, but it's got a cult status. It was done on really good money. I'm, 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 I'm totally fascinated. You, you know, because yeah. I've been, I've been seeing, uh, I've been seeing stills from these lower budget films, and 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 uh, even in Fangoria, right. and 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 I, you know, and I wondered how they play out because it's, it's basically you're cutting to the chase, giving the audience. What, what it is they really want yeah. and and a plenty of it yeah and and yeah yeah good i mean it's like yeah and and bypassing uh uh even worrying about getting a rating 
Yeah, we didn't. And, and, and so, I mean, you're giving them what they want. I'm not, you know, I'm sitting here fascinated. You think, wow, How the guy's puking, the guy's, <laughs> the, the guy's getting chopped up. He's getting. <laughs> like to say before we let you go? Well, I, re yeah, I, re I way like what I've seen, and I think this is a way cool, <laughs> far out thing. And it has a cult there's, there's status a, right now. I mean, it's, 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 it's. We're gonna give you a couple of DVDs. At some point in the future, you can take a look at it if you want. We're hoping you'll have a few drinks before you watch it, because a lot of people have a couple of drinks. So I'm not sure if you drink or not. Yeah. Actually, I, 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 I don't. Motherfucking goddamn orange peel beef. That was wicked, man.